losers of pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hello, Jess. Hello. I now I want to be honest, which is that we've been having a classic gab session for an hour. <laughs> We're talking like we're saying hello to each other. Yeah, sometimes guys, talking. sometimes guys, we haven't seen each other, and we just want to dish the dirt, dishing the dirt. We're talking shit, and we're having fun, <sighs> and it's nice. It it really is good to catch up. It is good to catch up. Also, I feel like we both had little adventures this weekend. Yes, we both traveled. We traveled. We're getting back out in that world. Uh, tell, tell me how the Bay Area was. Where does where is your sister in San Fran? No. So basically, it's much closer to where I grew up. Uh-huh. So kind of what's called the South Bay, not the Southern California South Bay, but the South Bay, which is basically like Silicon Valley. Okay. Um, I have a friend in Sunny. Sunnyvale is the Vail. neighbor town. Like okay, yes. my sister is in Cupertino. Sunnyvale is next. Where my computer's time is set. <laughs> yes, they're very close to Apple. I said I wanted to see it, the campus, and she's like, you can't. You can't really see anything at all. It's sort of exclusive. She said you can see it on Google Images, Google Earth. <laughs> but no, my sister and my her husband and my niece Scarlett and my nephew all have been living there since kind of like the end nephew of summer. is anonymous. You can't say the his nephew. Name. I, I'm legally not allowed. He's too young. Too young. His <laughs> His name is Elias. But did I call him Elijah once? You yes. or Eli. I called him Eli. Yes, you were close. I right. think I mean Elias is not a common name. I had never heard of I've it. I've just known Scarlett longer. Yeah, she's put in the time. She's put in the effort, you know. <laughs> she's made speeches at weddings. I yes. yeah. <laughs> But it's it was really fun. I just like yeah, went up and hung out and we went straight to Benihana from the airport. I love that. <laughs> I love that for you was, and I love it for them. It was a very cute sister moment of being like, What time is your flight land? I'll call Benihana. And I'll make we, reds. We literally drove, and it's and it's our Benihana that we grew up going to <gasps> as teenagers and as kids. And so it's like, and it's very funny because we put so much pressure on Scarlett to enjoy it. And she's like, I like it. We're like, do you really like it though? What's your <laughs> you know you have to get fried rice right that's the number one mistake you can't not get the fried rice scarlet she's like i'm getting it and then let him pop a shrimp in your mouth let him pop a shrimp in your mouth (laughs) me and my sister are so intense about it but it's really fun and we watched movies and we took a day trip to like we kind of hiked around uh carmel area and monterey and it was beautiful and northern california is so damn pretty I've lived in some very beautiful places that I almost never appreciated while I lived there. It's very beautiful. It's stunning. Like we literally went to this, my sister was really, first we went to a, there's a part of Monterey that I've never been to that is famous for a monarch butterfly grove that there's like a certain chunk of the year that these monarch butterflies like fill the trees and you just walk through so my sister was like, I think they're mostly gone, but I wanted you, I want to show it to you just in case they're there. And we went and I was like, whoa, that's a lot of butterflies. And she was, she and Scarlett were like, this is nothing. This sucks compared to what we saw. <laughs> and I was like, again, I wasn't here. So this looks like a lot of butterflies to me. Is it like, is it like groves of milkweed or something? Because that's I what monarchs. Do, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the trees are. It's just this little clump and it's, huh. I should have learned more, but. I have some monarch people in the neighborhood. My neighbor and the nine-year-old on the other side of her. So it's my neighbor's 50. And then there's a nine-year-old who lives next door to her. And they will take turns, if someone's out of town, taking care of each other's butterflies. Oh, like pet butterflies? Or they're like in a chrysalis for a long time. So okay. it's just like watching, keeping an eye. 
you would be amazed what happens with these little worms too. Cause like once she was like, Oh no, one of my chrysalis is missing. And I was like, Oh, it's up there. It was like on her roof. She's like, how did it get up there? And how did you see it? I was like, I guess I'm a bird. I don't know. <laughs> but so I, once a year I'm in, in the monarch gossip well, mill. You would have a blast in this grove. No, I don't know. It it's not for me. Well, <laughs> cause I don't like things with wings fluttering near me. It scares me a lot. They're very up high. They're not like, but I mean, I think if you do go when it's, it sounds like the, when I wasn't there and when it was absolutely buzzing with them. Have you ever been to those places where it's like a, like a butterfly, like zoo? Yes. What are they called? Yeah. Like a arboretum. Yeah. Huntington has one of these. I I went to one once and I was like, this is too much. Like I almost had a panic attack. Like I'm actually, (laughs) actually scared of little things with wings. Well, then you won't be coming here. How was your weekend? I, different geography. I went to Joshua Tree. Mm, the desert. And it was so lovely. It was there with some friends and we spent two days in Joshua Tree. Like, Ugh. I was scrambling over boulders. I mean, you were out there. This looked like an incredibly active trip. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because... It's not like we really, this crackling's driving me nuts. We didn't go on like long hikes, yeah. but I was like, I can crawl on top of a boulder and pretend uh, like we're taking cool pictures. It uh, looked exactly like that. And crawling under stuff. I was like, I'm just being a silly goof right now. <laughs> Both days too, we got separated. Both days we were like, let's make a plan. So we all, cause we're in two cars and then but there's like no cars. There's no like cell phone service yep, in the park. First day, couldn't find them. There's so many people truly die or get near death in the park how scary is that pamphlet that they show you when you pull up they didn't even give me the pamphlet because there were so many people in line they were like pay on your way out they normally give you this pamphlet that's basically like second day you will dehydrate and die yeah there's a there's a they tell you about a man specifically his name is paul he's from canada and he didn't plan and he died and they make it really seem like it was his fault like they're like (laughs) paul could have done something different and you're like i feel like paul's dead let's not do this but yeah i told my friends i was like the rule is when you when you're halfway out of water you have to turn back oh my friend brooke was like i don't drink water anyway it's fine (laughs) (laughs) drink water anyway so yeah we did a lot of bouldering boulder scrambling and just wandering around and then the funniest thing was we so there's not a lot of restaurants in Joshua Tree. You know, you've been there. Yes, it's tiny. And one of the nights we were like, well, let's get pizza. Or like we were leaving the park when we got separated. We were weirdly right behind each other. Oh, great. On the way. We're like, how did we not find each other for three hours? And now we're like right with each other. So we're like, great. We'll go get pizza at this place. And and it was such a comedy of errors. Like we got there and the owner was like, the guy who was supposed to, who's our front desk guy, he uh, overslept and he's not here. So they oh weren't God. open. They're like, he'll, so we were just like waiting for this guy Aww. to get there. And then when we get there, he looks like truly he just woke up or is very <laughs> stoned. And he like had his face like two inches from the computer screen and it kept not working for him. And then he, the owner would come out and they would kind of fight with each other. And then he was like, so we were like, okay, we want the bu- 
cauliflower, bu- buffalo cauliflower. And they're like, no, we're not making that. It was like, Why? they were short staffed and very stressed. Oh, every place is so short staffed right now. We ordered, ordered something and they were like, we didn't want to make it. That's all they, they told us. They didn't want to make it, <laughs> but we paid for it. They're like, we can't give you a refund. You have to go on. Cause like what? we ended up having I to do not understand. So complicated. We ended up having to order it online while we're sitting there in front of the man who was trying to take our order. Anyway, this is a boring story about how it took three hours to get pizza. Were you sitting in the place for three hours? Well, they were like, it'll be ready in 35 minutes. So like, great. We'll go drop off the girls at home. Then we'll come back. And then we waited another hour once we were back. And everyone else was in the same boat, too. They're like, yeah, I keep thinking they're going to say our name. And it was wild. And we were like, all we wanted to do was be home for the sunset. And so we, I, we have the funniest picture because I like we were bitching about how long it was taking. And then I look outside and it's like unbelievably beautiful. Aww. So we just stepped outside and it's a picture of like the pizza place sign with like beautiful <laughs> desert sky behind it. But I was like, yeah, everyone's stressed out. You know, it was fine. Especially though. I'm sure. Yeah. Like because things are slower here in the city. It's like I'm sure at the very few establishments that it is just and it's chaos high season out there yeah. and there it was their computer system wasn't working whatever how it, was the pizza is what everyone's wondering it was really good it was good. really good pizza. i know i was they, like it's they worth it indignantly made for you <laughs> they were just so stressed out so <laughs> you've never seen men more upset about how nothing is going their way You've been, I was like, just close the store for like, if you can't I was say just like, if you can't it, fulfill the order, just close it for an hour because it, it's a lot of walk in, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then we just spent a lot of time in the hot tub <sighs> looking at stars. It was so cold, though. Like the first night we built a little fire and I was like, I, I can't do I literally was like, I cannot do this. And I was wearing like a big puffy coat. Really? It was so cold. I didn't know it got that cold. High desert. Damn, dude. It was like in the 30s. I was like, I'm, oh, not, built, shit. I'm not built for this. Yeah, that's really cold for us. Yeah. But in a hot tub, hell yeah, but okay. This was too boring, me talking about how a pizza place took too long. <laughs> I apologize. But, and we, are you watching Love is Blind? No, I haven't. And I'm not by choice. I'm, I'm not not watching it by choice. I desperately want to watch it. It falls in... There's a week. There's weeks I just can't get to shit. No, 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 no. I understand. But it I is- keep hearing, I can tell it's like reaching uh, a level because everyone at my work is talking about it everyone is talking about it it's just a thing to talk about there's this one guy shake and let me tell you shake is no good (laughs) shake is no good and then there's another guy who is so clearly on stimulants oh god like he's doing like the jaw thing and like (gasps) making big eyes and you're like this man they need to help shane shane needs rehab (laughs) shane's not doing well it's great though i really want to watch all the women are so far out of the men's leagues it's like insane i feel like that was the case with season one yeah also yeah i mean and maybe the world the world in (laughs) in general in general but yeah so that's i watched that too on friday all i got up to was continuing to watch the Kanye doc which wrapped up this week i finished that and what a terrible time do we just jump into yeah i think i think it directly connects so the Kanye doc isn't it terrible to like watch the doc while he's being at his worst because the doc makes you really believe in him yeah and it's really sad at the end when you start to see his friend be worried the documentarian like start to be worried it's a great documentary i truly can't recommend it enough and i don't think it benefits Kanye. it's like I it's his it's like it, to 
boycott it because of Kanye is not the thing because no. it's someone else made this documentary. And I think I because I, I think I said a man this named one, Cootie. Cootie. Second guy. No, I was very resistant to watching it in this moment when Tim brought it up. And I'm so glad he pushed for it because I think it actually is really contextualizing yes. for what's happening. And I and I don't think in a in, because it lets them off the hook. I think if anything, it makes it like so much more fucked up and so sorrowful and yes. such a story of fame and success and and, uh, and religion and religion and parenting and loss and isolation from the, the world when you really have beautiful like it is a story that I think has been repeated many times in celebrity and especially in this third one without spoiling any of it it's really when you see the bubble form around him and and how hard it is to to be able to reach him the people that care about him and really want the best for him yeah. you know but who are also benefiting off of him yes. and his success and his fame and his creativity which is an imbalance and so it's it's just like an incredibly nuanced story and it 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 didn't make me necessarily like Kanye anymore I found him just a lot more of a full person, which is, I think, really an important exercise with any any. It's what we do with Kardashians. Yes. You know, like it's why we started the podcast in the first place is to be like, these are really important, interesting people, even if you hate them. Yes. Now, I have always been a Kanye fan. Yes, we know this. Kanye. I do think that his music and and some of what he says, I think less so in the past few years. But I'm like, he is he has ideas that he doesn't communicate super well. That's why whenever it's like in a song, it's great because he gets to craft it. Yeah. But in the moment, I don't think he's a natural communicator. Correct. And I think that's why he has to do it through his art. Yeah. But it's really, I think, sad to watch someone who worked so hard and really, really had to struggle. Like it wasn't like, you know, like it's, it's so interesting to see this dorky guy this really nerdy guy retainer is like the star of the first two episodes and he's just like i don't know you see this guy like working so hard and i had this moment of watching it and i was like when your whole life is fulfilling a dream and you get that dream then what happens because he i think kind of lost the family part of it yeah and then he literally lost it, which brings us to the news. The um, news it dovetails directly in. So Kim has been legally declared single, which Huge. was pretty tricky because he was trying to stop it with some unprecedented legal moves of like, of like n- wanting to null the her. prenup, prenup, and I'll- also trying to deny that he had been to, that he she couldn't prove that he had been the one posting about you know that his account posts about her and pete weren't him necessarily that it was not or that he, he just said you can't prove can't it. prove it which is very funny because everybody pointed to the fact that he put up a post that said my account was not hacked <laughs> with a picture of himself having a handwritten note he i mean it's chaos this 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 and the night before the hearing he fired his third divorce attorney. And they were saying that that was a play to see if he could get a, the the date pushed back more. And the judge was like, no, 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 no. So when she was declared legally single from Kanye, her divorce attorney, Laura Wasser, 
What did she post? Oh my god! Why am I, I nice try? Nice try. Loved it. Nice try. We also. I thought this was interesting. So she not only is legally single in the ruling, she legally is Kim Kardashian. She's dropped West. It says she Kanye did not appear. Kardashian did appear via video conference from what looked like a closet. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, people were saying it was her closet, which is, you know, bigger than all of our houses. So whatever closet you're envisioning, remember which whose closet you're talking about. (laughs) When asked if she wanted to keep her name, get change her name, she probably wanted to be away from her kids. Oh, I think that's exactly it. She said yes. Kardashian also responded yes when the judge asked if there was a breakdown in the marriage. After the judge read the questions and told her she now has her single status back kim smiled oh because it's so stressful this and then so stressful. that was it that night that he went to dinner with tristan thompson night or the before. night before so he fired his lawyer then went to dinner with tristan thompson <laughs> who also is a piece of garbage just trolling just this man is trolling and then the most upsetting part is so yesterday she's declared legally single he drops his music video for, and now the name's escaping me. Easy. Thank you. You got it. Only because I can hear it. Easy. Da, 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 easy. Oh, well. I just, I listen. Don't pay $200 for the little thingy I'm box. I'm not gonna. You, I'm, I'm right no, here. I'm saying, telling our listeners, yeah. you can, you uh, got Jess right here. Easy. Easy. Well, because I watched it a couple times because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I like when I saw it, I like sent it to you and I was like, holy shit. So the the music video to Easy is a claymation a la Celebrity Deathmatch. I love claymation too, but that's the side. I mean, it doesn't ruin claymation. I know, but it just like bu- I bummed me out. I would be excited about a claymation video. This is not the point. Go so, on. <laughs> so in the claymation video, there is a claymation Kanye and there's a claymation Pete Skeet, as he calls him. And he beats him up and then plants him into the ground and plants roses around him and then prunes the roses and takes them and puts them in the back of a truck just like he did, like a truck that's much like he sent to Kim's house on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And then he's walking around with Pete's severed head. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not gruesome, like I said, because our friend was like, I don't want to even see it. I was like, it's not gruesome. It's disturbing. It's just really dark. Yes. And and then he said, everyone lived happily ever after. JK, except for Pete. Or something like and that. And it was like, JK, except for Pete. JK, or, except he's for fine. Pete, yeah. Except for Pete, JK, he's fine. Uh, you know who he kept. It's like so weirdly immature and... It's what he's been doing. It's what he's so good at. It's just, it's outrage upon outrage upon outrage. And it is, you know, like the, the, it's really, it's really bad. Like that was to me, like, it's so, cause it, cause it's literally, I think it, the claymation Kanye and Pete, he like puts a bag over his head first and drags him. Yeah. I think. And then the lyrics, he yeah, are, buries him and it's like, you know, and like honestly, the claymation parts were one thing, and like didn't love it. But the sti- like that kind of like flickery footage of him, like hooded Kanye, with like this big black hood on, holding this like very real looking decapitated head. I thought, yeah, was way more the issue. To and me. he says, you know, I didn't survive that crash, or I survived that crash just to beat Pete Davidson's ass. So it's like, well, you can't pretend like that's not who he's talking about because he just says it outright. No, at this point, I think it's like, 
open. He knows that it is like working in terms of like getting Kim's attention, getting like public media attention. So it's like a full double down, you know, like a full absolute double down. But it's 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 so unfair. It's so unfair. It really breaks my heart for Kim and for Pete. And I'm sure they're fine. And And we talked about it to death. But I'm just like. Oh my God! Enough! Enough! It's, it's just well, he's out and about with a, another woman. Also, I would like to say like that, that people are like, yeah, they're a Kim Kardashian lookalike, but like none of the women he's dating are the problem. That's not the problem. We shouldn't. Honestly, I'm fully on board for Julia Fox. I never, honestly, wasn't on board for her. I liked everything that was happening with her. She's great. She had another great interview that I read today, like a New York Times interview. She's in Milan for Fashion Week, and she's like in the car trying to get the the uncut jams part like right because she was like like they're all laughing about it she's in on it more than anybody's in on it she's having a blast and then this Channy jones she's just a young girl who like just graduated college or is in college and like like they're the women are not the problem in this scenario it is a narcissistic man who likes to manipulate and use it against other people no, I wanted to find because I the Julia Fox interview is pretty great. I think it went up maybe just today on New York Times. Uncut Joms. Uh, Uncut Joms. And it's her like, yeah, in Italy to have it. And she's like very open. She says Miss Fox remains largely unbothered by her critics, she said, or by the caricature she has become online. Quote, it's not real. It's only happening on the Internet. I'm not actively engaging with it. I don't feel it. I'm still a thousand percent me. Nothing's changed, except I will say having been around Kanye was like a crash course on how to be famous. And it's like th- there's a lot of interesting quotes. She says, I tried my best to make it work. Meeting with Kanye. I already had a jam packed life. How do I fit this really big personality into this already full life? It just wasn't sustainable. I lost like 15 pounds in that month. Were they exclusive as a couple? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. What about the rumor that she has undergone interviews to be his girlfriend? Quote, ridiculous. Did she ever sign anything like a non-disclosure agreement? Quote, no. And then the part that I was... Can you say if you sign an NDA? I don't think so. And I thought this was... there. there's some a couple really quick quotes she says they're saying is she concerned that mr west might publicly air details of their personal lives or private communications on instagram as he's done with other exes friends and family members quote i don't think that he would want to open that door with me if you come for me i'm gonna come for you and i'm really good at coming for people i go straight for the jugular i don't think he would be dumb enough to do that there was like one more look at the big picture she said she goes ultimately she says she learned from mr west whom she calls quote the ultimate stunt queen absolutely true absolutely true quote look at the big picture that was amazing for me the exposure was priceless but i do think eventually i'll surpass the kanye narrative believe it or not kanye is not the most interesting thing that's ever happened to me i believe it i loved it i loved it i loved it it's a great interview i recommend it to anybody i also like have we not learned from the kardashians that you cannot assume someone is stupid because they have a stupid voice especially in the realm of vocal fry like there's a lot of people with stupid voices out there who yes. are very smart especially with women it happens i've meant to a man who's like talks like this you know like kind of bra but they can be smart too i mean you and i have been patrolled for our likes even i mean our, our at least myself a, a lover it's of the like possible <laughs> to get rid of them it's impossible with those 
are just in your they they you're born into these little oh. regional ticks with language. I just it's I I've embraced it. But there was like a Kanye and or not Kanye a Pete and Kim sighting at the Beverly Hills Hotel like today or yesterday. Uh, like they're moving on. I feel like and, everybody will move forward and, when this and Donda Two will come out and life will move on. I will say. Have we learned nothing from Romeo and Juliet? When you try to keep people apart, that's what bonds them together. Pete and Kim's relationship has probably hit a fast track the moment Kanye started talking about them. Yeah. And especially when it got more intense, I'm sure there were conversations like, you know what? I don't don't want you to to be able... And he was like, I would... like not I would not I'm not letting anyone take you from me and then all of a sudden they like are liking each other more and saying that each other matters more than they would normally at the three month mark right there's a very good chance that Kanye to like I feel like you're saying like bonded them even more than they would have and like solidified them as a couple and he's been wanting to get married for years he keeps getting engaged (laughs) I know (laughs) like he's in it and also you know like Kim Davidson? I don't think she'd do that I again. I don't think she'd do it again. But Pete Kardashian? Oh, we love it. Pete Davidson Kardashian? Well, we need. I mean, Rob is not really doing much with his name, so... <laughs> Yeah, we know that Pete at least is doing things. Yeah, Rob is the only Kardashian man, right? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Wandered it with Arthur George. Mm. <laughs> well, the, this I'm sure... I. Yeah, by the minute updates, we can't get away from it. I know, it, we, it were, shall we were going to say no more Kanye. I, I said to Marcy, yeah, we were talking about a moratorium, and then it was like, I've been, we've been trying JK. to make it happen for weeks, honestly, but it's impossible. It's impossible. So, here's some news. So it's been kind of floating out there in the blinds, on the blogs. On the blinds. On the blogs. On the blogs. The blogs or, the, yeah. or the blinds. Well, somebody the, open the blinds, in the blinds so we can see the blogs. On the blogs that Candace Dillard is no longer going to be on Real Housewives of Potomac. And Candace posted a tweet that says, oh boy, she says, when one door closes, another will open. Kind of, it seems as if she's hinting that this may be the end for her. And... I feel like it could be true. How does that sit with you? The idea of a Candace-less. Do you think that they would nix her and bring back Monique? No. Okay. I think Escala will move up. Oh, yeah. Escala was great. I, f- I could see that. Yeah. I don't know who's going to bump up. I mean, it would be interesting to see new blood in Potomac. I think that I don't want them to go young. I want them to go old. Oh, my God. If they brought in like... A grand dame to challenge Karen Huger. Uh huh. Can I mean, you imagine? And here's the thing: you can fly someone in. Mm-hmm. You can fly someone right in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's like, just sort of like in that area, in the tri-state area. I almost always would prefer old than young. It's very rare that a young person adds to the housewives. No, and they this have too much to prove. And I don't. It just I want my I want my housewives relaxed into their wealth. Relaxed yes. into their businesses, often just drinking. Yeah. Because they can. And fighting because it's a psychotic break. <laughs> yes. Now, I will say this about Candace. I will be sad to see her go. I will too. I like her as a person. I like her. And yet, last season, I could stand behind nothing she did. 
it was a t- or said it was a really rough season and like particularly for me i think she was unlikable on the whole and we talked about this what never takes responsibility but to me the body shaming uh of ashley was like just beyond the pale like to me it was just like this is i don't i don't want to watch it yeah it's like it like yanks me out of it yes where i'm just like oh i'm around like women who are horrible yeah, and nothing like, like me nasty. and i don't like watching them yeah which i don't like being reminded of now i <laughs> i know that it has been out there that maybe she got on andy's bad side Yes. I just want to say that I spent a weekend with two women who happened to be actually like they used to work for Andy and now are friends with Andy. And I was like, tell me the truth. Well, what is he like? Huge. And they're like, he's amazing. He's lovely. He's like never done anything but treat us amazing. And and he's so smart and he like he's the kind of guy who when everyone when all like the PAs are having lunch he goes to sit with them and have lunch with them oh and no I do think he can punch up (laughs) (laughs) I think he can maybe you know I think he can really like go after some of the people on in the Bravo verse but that's also like what his job what he's good at and i said my take was that andy strikes me as probably like day in and day out could be tough to work for only in that i think he they said no i like assumed it you're incorrect he's a doll well i love to hear it i know right like yeah just to be like no he's been nothing but nice and he's nice to first class to everyone now if you have if you worked for him and it's not the case i guess you gotta write it <laughs> you gotta write it in the comments but yeah from what i understand very nice man i love it well i wonder when would the timing be for potomac they would be shooting i feel like right now possibly i, I don't, don't know. know i'm very I curious no all right what is this for me so i pulled this for you i saw the headline and said i must I must find out more for my dear friend. So Courtney clocks, Courtney clocks. <laughs> uh, it's time to get your eyes checked, Jess. <laughs> I like the name Courtney clocks. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Cox claims she sold her Courtney LA. Courtney clocks. <laughs> All right. I don't know why it got me really good. Claims she sold her LA. <laughs> oh, no. This has been happening to me. Somebody <laughs> made me laugh in a meeting you in a work meeting the other day somebody like a boss a high-ranking boss came a big in, boss a boss guy came in to, to, like kind of the meeting was for him to join to like put people's mind at ease like about some like reorgs and you uh-huh. know just nothing big and scary and uh, he joined and it was kind of like awkward at top like hey everybody welcome we'll say ted that's not his name and he's like and it was like everybody's trying yeah, ted to everybody's trying to banter and it was like kind of just and on zoom it's a nightmare always like the silence and they're like the woman bringing him to the meeting was like how was your weekend like how's everything he's like oh bad my cat's sick <laughs> <laughs> i had to turn my camera off it's like not funny but it was like and she was like oh i'm so sorry and it was like everybody's faces was like oh, oh no and he was like it's fine i shouldn't have started with that sorry sorry wow uh and i 
turn my camera back on eventually and like my friends in the meeting were like you're losing it aren't you and then it was making me laugh even because i'm supposed to be on i'm like a leader in the meeting and i kept having it then it's like on and off and on and off and my eyes were pouring i could not get it together uh, bad my cat's sick oh <laughs> okay what courtney clogs do <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Cox is doing the round. She has a new show on Stars called Shining Veil. I saw her be truly unfathomably boring on the Today Show. Oh. Here's how you know if you're boring me, I mute you. <gasps> if I'm like not enjoying an interview, I don't even like want to hear it. So I wow. muted the interview. But she was on Jimmy Kimmel and was, I guess, more interesting. But she said that <laughs> she, I didn't see this, but then. I watched part of the clip, but she said she when he, the, the, this new show, Shining Veil, has a, a Mira Sorvino, I guess, plays a ghost in it who's like ever present in in Courtney Cox's character's life. So Kimmel asked if she if Courtney Cox clocks had ever seen a ghost herself. And she said, I didn't believe it at first, but that she had lived in a house that was haunted. So the house she lived in was I got excited because I thought this is who the ghost was. It's not. But the house itself is interesting because it was owned by burlesque dancer Gypsy Rose. Lee, just a cool name, as well as Carol King, famed singer songwriter. And she revealed that Carol King, for anyone who doesn't know, Carol King has written every song that you like love, basically, <laughs> came over to have a seance with Courtney Cox Whoa. to banish a spirit from the property. <gasps> but Courtney Cox was too awestruck by the Grammy winner to pay attention to their supernatural activity. So she says, Carol King came over to my house and she said there had been a divorce that was really ugly. And so there was a ghost in the house. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, whatever, rude. But other people who had stayed there with me, friends of mine said they had encountered a woman who was sitting on the edge of the bed. And then she says that at that moment, she actually felt scared when a delivery man came to her door and made a spooky statement. She said, I was at the house one day, not being a believer, and the doorbell rang. It was a UPS guy. And I opened the door and he said, do you know that this house is haunted? And I said, yeah, why do you think that? And he said that he there was a ghostly presence. He said, there's someone standing behind <gasps> That's so spooky, And Jess. Courtney Cox said, so good for that bold UPS man. I yeah. can't imagine opening the door to Courtney Cox and being like, there's a ghost behind you. There's someone standing behind you. I got a package. There's a ghost behind That's spoo- That's very spooky, though. Have her on your other pod. Okay, I'll get her on. I'll tell you what. I saw the latest scream. It's bad. So it's really I got to tell her that. I got to tell her about that. It that was not good, guys. Not good. I mean, see it because you know who is great is uh, Jack Quaid. He's uh, a yes. Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son. And he's been in a lot of shows I don't watch like the oh, boys and stuff. OK. And he's like a big podcast fan. He oh loves Tim's podcast. <gasps> he has like written. He's written Tim a bunch. That he's like a big sloppy boys fan. Oh, my and God. He's like one of the he's one of the main dudes in Scream. And famous Scion. Look, it was no one's fault that acted in it. No, just it was just not fun. Yes. We wanted fun. What else is going Um, on? This is like not even this truly. I haven't even read the story, but this news alert came up on my phone and I laughed so hard because I need to read exactly how the news alert. I get people alerts and different Uh stuff on my phone. This is what arrived on my phone in the middle of a workday. The views... (laughs) The Views Joy Behar accidentally falls off her chair during li- live show, colon. I'm a klutz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On Thursday's episode of The Views Joy Behar, quote, went flying. And she 
accidentally fell out of her chair. Now, I feel like I gotta watch it. I know. I didn't watch it. Also, we gotta be careful. I didn't know she was 79. (laughs) Oopsie daisy. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsie daisy. She did fall. She fell. Uh, Behar's co-host helped her off the ground. Whoopi Goldberg said, these chairs move. (laughs) You touch it and you're on the ground. Another co-host said, Sonny Hostin said, it happened to all of us at one time or another. Though Behar countered 25 years, it's never happened to me. (laughs) And then she continued, who do I sue? My husband is is at home laughing, I bet. So I I loved that this was a news story that some old ladies fell out of their chairs. Yeah. I, tell I tell you, it's, it's a so it's a shame funny. that it's more of a visual gag than it is something we can talk about. I know it just was no, the headline just, made me laugh. No, no, so I'm hard. not chastising. I'm just saying, okay. literally, it's very funny. It's very funny. I just watch it finally. That's what I meant, Jess. Not oh, to chastise, it's, but it's like I'll have to find <laughs> I'll have to find it so I can post it tomorrow. I gotta watch it again because this is so mean, you guys. I'm sorry, but it is so. Oh, the legs go up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about about falling it is my achilles heel of comedy god it's funny i remember once at church i was like i don't know like 10 or 9 at church and a very old woman fell down and i laughed so hard (laughs) (laughs) to like run to the car i was like i just couldn't stop and i and she was injured and i was like "Uh uh-oh and then ever since that day i was like i can't not laugh when people fall oh it's so funny it's so i mean that is like the crux of america's funniest home videos like it is so deeply funny to see someone fall is it not even like funny so much as it is uncomfortable or like like, you you get scared i think we all relate and we all are like "Ah, ah, ah." and then of course it's only funny when someone is largely okay you know but because i i've definitely spent hours of my life watching compilations of people falling on youtube did you see the tiktok of the two drunk women coming home who have to pee really bad (laughs) well yeah i (laughs) like at the door and the friend is like they are literally doing like the pee dance of like oh my god oh my god open the door open the door and the girl they're so hammered they're like at the front door of a house and it's like she cannot get the door and they're both like open it open it and they're losing their minds and then the girl unlocking the door just starts peeing and it's so loud and everyone's like no 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 and then she slips on her own pee oh my god and i scream laughed it's god tiktok's funny okay tiktok's funny falling is funny and let's laugh at joy behar joy behar uh, i'm a klutz i just love the headline then we have amy schumer saying hey I got liposuction and I wanted to. Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. And if you did, you can go on over to patreon.com slash Ellis for Losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, which mm-hmm. are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.